Wake Up Tri-Counties live from our Sable-Lot studio. I'm Sean Cardan, and joining us live in the studio this morning, Dr. Chris Sullins. Good morning. Good morning, Sean. Thanks for bringing the sun back. <laughs> Tell us what's going on. Uh, well, we had a, a board meeting the other night on Tuesday night, um, and of course, you know, the highlight of the... Uh, uh, of our board meeting is always recognizing our students, you know, and, uh, you know, as a, I don't know what we call our invited guests, we really want to go back and recognize our Kiwani FFA chapter that we have. Uh, they're a three gold star club, and that is a recognition that's, that uh, we receive nationwide. Um, and that is quite the honor. And, you know, Mrs. Callahan, Ms. Rumker, Mr. Meyer, you know, we have a three-person ag crew there, and they just do all do a tremendous job with our students. And we have, you know, for 600 kids in the high school, we have about 125 taking at least one ag, at least one ag class at Kewanee High School this semester. Um, so that's a great percentage of our kids that are they're involved in ag in some way, shape, or form. And, you know, what's neat is these kids that are involved in ag, um, they're also involved in many other activities, whether it's the band, palms, basketball, football. You know, they just, they're not just, hey, this is all I'm going to do at QN High School is just do QN High School Ag events. They're diversified. They get out there. And that's really neat. And uh, those kids put a lot of time and effort into it. And, you know, it's nice to, to be able to recognize them uh, in front of the board through the resolution process. And then, you know, obviously about nine months ago, we opened up our, our new ag facility there, which we believe uh, to be the fi definitely the newest in the state of Illinois, but we also believe to be the finest in the state of Illinois, uh, was about a $3.3 million addition uh, for the students that take ag programs there at Kewanee High School. And then, of course, this past weekend, you know, with the, uh, the weather the way it's been, created a lot of havoc. We had to cancel the Kewanee Wrestling Tournament. Um, we had to cancel... Uh, some other events out of town, bowling, some basketball um, on Saturday. Uh, but we were able to, Saturday night, uh, get off the first performance of SpongeBob SquarePants, the musical. And, you know, I just can't say enough about our students. We have about 60 students, so about 10% of the kids in our high school are involved in this play in one way or another. Mm -hmm. um, and I went on the Sunday performance, and it was just absolutely fabulous. You know, the backdrops, the, just uh, – Everything, when you walk in, you were thought you were walking into a Chicago movie theater, or Chicago play theater um, to see a play. I did love the fact that uh, some of the play was still up as you were doing the uh, <laughs> school board meeting. So uh, the school board meeting was happening in Bikini Bottom. In Bikini Bottom, yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, I, and you know, SpongeBob, he's just ageless now. You know, mm -hmm. he, he's been out for a long time probably 22 years, something yeah, like that. It's, uh, it's uh, late 90s, actually, yeah. Late 90s, okay. And, you know, you know, of course, you know, SpongeBob was Cooper, Cooper Bates, um, who is just outstanding in theater, fine arts. Um, you so know. energetic, that kid. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I know he wants to go into, uh, what do they call that, voice uh, production or something like that, where you do other voices for mm -hmm. whether it's commercials yes. and mm -hmm. animation things of that nature and boy he's just phenomenal uh in what he does and of course you know or you know you had patrick uh patrick star uh isaac lines uh sandy cheeks uh, bethany van wassenhove sheldon plankton lauren conley uh, conley um squidward um was victoria dennison and then mr krabs alex hager you know uh but Everybody, all the students, you know, 
did a, did a phenomenal job. And what was neat was, you know, we didn't have school on Friday because of the, the cold and the snow. And so we decided that uh, that was supposed to be in the morning where the, on Friday, where the Neponset and then Bell and Irving students, which would be our kindergarten through third grade students, could come and see that performance. Mm -hmm. And so then we pushed that off till Tuesday. Of course, we know we didn't have school on Tuesday again because of the weather. So we pushed it off till Wednesday. And it was just so exciting to see so many kindergarten through uh, third graders in our district. Um, and then, of course, our Neponsa students through eighth grade, when they'd leave to go out to the bus, the whole cast was out in the Peterson foyer. And they're high-fiving the kids and singing as the kids leave, you know, to get on the bus. And it just really made them feel special. And it was nice because a lot of those kids were not able to get to the performances with their parents, either on Friday night, understandably, or Sunday afternoon. Mm -hmm. So, um, you know, it just seems like every year, you know, the, the students I mentioned, a lot of seniors in there. And, you know, what's going to happen is somehow we just kind of reload every year <laughs> with a star cast. And I always say this every year, they're always going to be difficult to replace. And, you know, many of these students are going to be involved in um, our group interpretation program, uh, which started actually Wednesday night right after school. <laughs> as they had tryouts for um, for for GI because uh, that state competition will take place uh, by the end of uh, end of March. So, excellent. Yeah. What else would you like to mention? Uh, you know, it, it, again, just going on being able to honor our students. You know, it was nice uh, that we had we honored uh, mentioned uh, nine uh, Illinois State scholars. Uh, Victoria Dennison, Julia Benison, Lauren Con Conley, uh, Jackson Silvis, Eleanor Burkhardt, Avery Yepsen, Willow Marshall, Alexander Hager, and Joshua Orgazalik. And that's just really neat, too, you know, that every year, you know, these names I mentioned, you know, they're not just involved in one activity, they're involved in multiple activities, you know, whether it's student council, basketball, volleyball, you know. If you go to a basketball game last night, you know, I would have probably seen uh, eight of those nine students there either in the band, uh, palms, uh, cheerleading, or some activity, you know, or just cheering on in the, in, in the student section. And that's what makes, I think, Keewanee High School special is everybody supports everybody at Keewanee High School. Mm, and there's a place for everybody. Um, and, of course, at the board meeting, too, uh, the Kiwani High School uh, Hall of Fame class of 2024 uh, was, was approved by the Board of Education. And so the board actually doesn't come up and go through that process. It's through the, um, the KHS Athletic Hall of Fame, which is um, through our foundation, uh, sub part of our foundation, they work together. Um, and then those recommendations come to the board for final approval. And then there'll be some uh, date in uh, probably September or October, depending on the football schedule, uh, when that event will take place. And, you know, it's recognized by uh, distinguished alumni, coaches, friends, male athletes, female athletes, and teams. And, you know, that information, I think, will be further released out to the, to the press here shortly because mm -hmm. the board just approved it on Tuesday. They send letters out to everybody to let them know, you know, make your plans, uh, get ready to go. But um, there's some exciting names on, on this list, and, you know, we look forward to them being recognized again um, for their contributions to Keewanee High School. Tremendous. Now, uh, the, of course, we've had a couple of days of uh, really bad snow that is the uh, uh, for some school cancellation, at least in-school cancellations, but how's e-learning going? So, you know, it's funny that, uh, 
you know, e-learning uh, at our level, the high school level, the elementary level, when we had COVID, that's when it first started for us, uh, you know, it became very difficult to continue to do e-learning day after day, week after week, month after month. Um, but, you know, one of the things that we did approve an e-learning plan several years ago, uh, based upon um, feedback from our e-learning that we were mandated to do through the state of Illinois. Um, and so, you know, e-learning allows us that opportunity to keep the learning process going, uh, because one of the things that we always bump up against is graduation. You know, there's so much pressure on us, and I mean us, the administrator school board, to set a graduation date back in August, because everybody wants to get plane tickets, hotel reservations, make their, what are we gonna do nine months from now? They wanna plan ahead. Right. And so we never move graduation based upon how many days of school we have. And so if we were to just take a traditional snow day, we'd have to make those days up um, basically after the seniors had graduated. So the seniors would lose those days of education and not, not gain anything. Um, Blackhawk doesn't change their graduation date as well. And you know the majority of our seniors and juniors are taking a Blackhawk East class on campus, and I mean on our campus at Kewanee High School. Mm -hmm. that, those dates and those requirements don't change. Those assignments just still have to keep on a weekly basis be done and be done by May 5th I believe it is um, and so we believe that you know e-learning can be effective for you know one two days in a row probably we get a little dicey at three days in a row to be honest with you with the little kids but you know what I'm so proud of our teachers is that you know uh, at the high school level that you know the kids you know they're pretty much self-motivated uh, and they'll log in period by period so you have a seven period day, you start at eight o'clock, you're done at 2.30, you're logging in every single period doing your, your, um, your assignments. Junior high is kind of the same way, follows that same sequence of changing classes, so you, you log in. Mm -hmm. uh, that K through six becomes a little bit more challenging, uh, but you know, I'm very proud of our kindergarten and first grade teachers. They recognize that a lot of the parents still have to go to work no matter what. They have right. to find a way to get to work and you know, they would stay logged in past 3.30 and you know, the, teach, the kids that had not contacted the, the, the teacher via um, electronically through uh, via the computer system through our skyward system um, to check on assignments and that um, that were already sent home ahead of time if they had any questions um, you know they would stay till five six o'clock at night to communicate with the parents mm. and that's really neat to see you know mm. the, our teachers going out and putting that extra effort in uh, to make sure that especially on a Friday night you know I know you couldn't go very many places on a Friday night <laughs> <laughs> but still it's a mental break the mental thing like oh we're done with the week let's start yeah let's start the weekend and you know my own personal activities and you know it's nice to see our teachers do that extend that extra time out there to the parents Excellent. Well, Dr. Sullins, thank you so much. Thank you, Sean. And can you guarantee the sun for about the next three days? <laughs> Get everything Probably. melted off? Sure, why not? <laughs> <laughs> You're listening to Wake Up Trey Counties.